Basketball Super, and you're listening to this podcast already. Nice job! <laughs> Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Last FM. No, that's old shit. Last FM's not a real thing, right? That shit out of business? I don't know. It is now in my head, in my heart. Satisfaction. Make sure you listen to us. Dragon Ball Super Dope. It's an off week, but we made one just for you. Just for you. Paku Waku no. Talking spoilers. La la la. Dabadu. Da 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 da. Yabadu. Here we go. Yeah, but dab a do. Yeah, but Oh, you really uh, practiced that, didn't you? Oh. <laughs> you that, or you got the best freestyling skills of all DBZ fans. Yeah. You know the fans. thing, Brandon, is that we usually on the off week episodes will do some kind of goofy ass, slightly different intro. And you know, most of the off week shit is usually just me and Mike because we're in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a little creative sometimes. So like, that's just kind of. I'm I'm proud what it's of your to, to this point. I'm proud of your creative blossom. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta make up a line about having a bear on your shirt. Although the first time you had a bear on your shirt. Mm-hmm. Bear on your shirt. Pew. Welcome into Dragon Ball Super Dope episode off week. Cause it's an off week. They just had an off week two weeks ago. Now they've got two episodes left, so in order to continue to build the suspense, we need another off week. Cocksuckers. My name is Kyle. Thanks for checking this out. In the room today, we got a fucking smorgasbord. Is that a good word for it? Is that a term? What the fuck does smorgasbord mean? Uh, a variety? I think it's like a Sounds food cornucopia. That's uh, a food thing too, isn't it? It's like a buffet. I think it's just because we're hungry. God, I don't want to describe it as a buffet because it's like a buffet of right men. Now. Oh, God. Yeah, it's I know, a right? buffet of man, man meat. Right. I'm not going to that buffet. Meats. You're already at it. You're part of it. I'm out. You're fucking sole proprietor of this. Let me out of here. (laughs) In the room, we got brother Brandon. I'm covered in dogs. Yeah, he's got two dogs that he's petting at the same time. Yo, you ambidextrous, son. Little fat dogs. Greatest threesome I've ever had. Oh my god. (laughs) The hair. Only, only I. (laughs) Mike Martinelli, what up? Not much, man. How you doing? I would be doing so much better if Brandon wasn't having a threesome with dogs. Woof. Yeah, that was a rough one. Mike, <laughs> vaping rough. Mike, vaping Mike Norm. Oh, shit. Woo, what's this. the word, bird? Yo, how's it going? Yo, man. <laughs> yeah, the doing? dogs do that. They make a dog mountain sometimes. Yeah, little dog piles. Yep. Rocky Mountain Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we do have an episode this week, but I still wanted to get everybody together. Mainly because, again, we had spoilers leak out for 130 and 131. Yo, chill out. All right, I'm going to get rid of the dogs if that's all you're going to acknowledge, Brandon. <laughs> well, there's like WrestleMania going on here on my lap. Not really. They're just being cuties. All right, leave them be. I can't. Like they're dogs. I like the fat one. Yeah. <laughs> that's Clifford. He's a good boy. Clifford. <laughs> we had some spoilers come out for 130 and 131 so i think it's kind of important that we talk about them so again if you're one of the fans that listen that bitch at me when we talk about spoilers turn off now turn the fuck off now i mean you know what you could do is we're probably not going to get into the spoilers for like another 60 seconds so just let that bitch run even i've accepted the fate yeah you can't do much to hide from it this is just how dragon ball markets itself man they like want you to see these spoilers they want it. They want you to know. 
First 22 minutes and 30 seconds of the episode, shit. <laughs> Last 30 seconds, almost important. Before, Next episode, very good. All right, <laughs> fine. Before we get to spoilers then, I was unimpressed with 129 for the most part. And, I uh, fell asleep in my hotel room. All right, let's twice. get some 129 feedback from the people who weren't here last week. Brandon, you fell asleep on 129. You yeah. old fuck. <laughs> I was also attending a funeral that day. So oh, it was kind God, of why'd day. you have to bring the whole audience down? I knew that. I could have internalized it. I was making a joke. Now you, you went there. Uh, I went there. I'm pretty sure you just went there. Anyways, I'm sorry that Brandon was out of time when we did 129. He had a passing in his family. He had to be out of state. Yep. So you watched it in a hotel. I did. And it still sucked. The uh, hotel didn't make up for it. No. I mean, I guess, if anything, it helped make me sleepier because the pillows were comfy. I don't know. How, how would you rate the hotel? How many stars? Uh, better than the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I feel like it was like, I don't know. Nothing happened. Yeah, Goku, like, perfected Ultra Instinct. But, like, we're so close to the end, it was just like, all right, something big's going to happen. But, no. And the just... first half of the episode, like, we talked about it. Anime AJ did a video on yeah. it, breaking down the actual new animation in the video. Almost 90% of the first half of last week is bank animation that they just reused, retouched up, recolored, whatever they did to repurpose it for the first half of 129. It was a lot of shit we'd already saw. Why waste my fucking time? And then the other part that I thought was interesting about AJ's breakdown of it, there's like, it's a 22, 22 and a half minute episode. 13 fucking plus minutes last week was spent on the talking head pieces with the fucking audience in the yeah. stands, just yeah. reacting and underst understanding, describing, narrating to the audience. I'm fucking taking our job, man. Dude, for real. Like, what the fuck am I watching for? I got to have Piccolo and fucking Kaioshin watch it for me? Yeah. No. No. I mean, they really stretched it out. This was like, if I, I'm willing to even throw it down and be like, this was a filler episode. Fuck Ooh, it. That's a fucking, it was the first appearance of SSJ. I mean, SSJ. <laughs> let me get, let me, hold on. I don't want the internet nerds to beat me the fuck up because they will. Um, not silver SSJ. It's Mastered Ultra Instinct, okay? It's the first appearance of Mastered Ultra Instinct, and you're still going to be so bold as to call it a filler episode? Come on, dude. But, like, you just said yourself, there's 13 minutes of talking. There's they a difference. rehash anime. There's a difference between a filler episode and an episode that relies on a lot of, we'll call it filler, but it's really bank reused animation. They're stretching thin here, guys. Yeah. And it kind of lends to the idea that I've talked about a bunch. I don't think they planned on ending Super. They got some kind of change in direction at some point in the last, say, six months. Pitaro. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, okay, we have to wrap this up in a way that'll allow us to end it with some finality, allow us to go away for a while, hopefully retool, restructure, yeah. figure out how to fucking run the show efficiently so we're not subjected to so much subpar bullshit on a regular basis. Because technically when they extended it, wasn't it supposed to be extended to 200? Something like that. They they planned for a lot more than 130. And at a certain point in the last six months, it changed. Such so a now random episode to end on 130. We're subjected to, all right, we have to fucking hit X amount of episodes, 131 in this case. We got to get to 131. We got to space it out. We got to stretch it. 
How do we do it? We know whatever's going to happen at the end is going to happen at the end. What are we going to do to take up a couple of weeks? So I can understand your 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 comment and calling it a filler episode, but I don't look at it as a filler episode, quote unquote. I'm doing the air quotes. I don't know. What'd you think? 129? Did you have it, Mark, or no? I I watched it, and uh, I got to say, I'm, I was mostly disappointed than anything else because we've been kind of hyping up this fight between Goku and Jiren when he can finally step to Jiren because he's fought him a couple times before and that's been kind of cool but you know he gets ultimately stopped out yeah every time Jiren just like actually now is my true power yeah and well now that we have this mastered ultra instinct he's I don't know throws a bunch of like a thousand fists at him but he's not actually standing next to him and that was kind of weird i don't know i just i'd rather see something more akin to like when he was tricking him the first time and like busted up that rock and he almost fell off something more strategic they've been going the strategic route from the beginning and now it just seems like oh mastered ultra instinct yeah it's a new form and this is what's gonna do it instead of goku actually thinking for once that's what's cool about the tournament of power and especially if you look at characters like Master Roshi is a great example. He's a very strategic fighter. He's not going to overwhelm anybody with his battle uh, power or whatever, but he is uh, he's tricky. He knows a lot of old secret techniques that are kind of gimmicky and you know allow for him to catch people off guard, and he fights with strategy. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I wished, I thought that the Tournament of Power was going to allow for that throughout the entire thing and not end up or end up relying on yet another new transformation fucking lazy and we're going to talk a little bit more because there was an interview that came out earlier this week with two of the directors from super and they talk about the tournament of power arc as a whole they do a good job outlining what toriyama came to the table with in terms of his original story idea and then what the anime staff ended up doing with it or touching up on it or adding to it. And I got to be honest, dude, I think it's time to take away the keys from Toriyama. It's, yep. I'm, I, you know what? Fuck that. I don't even feel bad saying it. It's time to take the keys away from Grandpa Toribat. But before we get there, let's take a look at the 130 and 131 spoilers that came out this week. As always, translated by the man himself herms 98 he acknowledged me on twitter like twice in the last two weeks know what that means i'm legit son or i just you know tweet enough at somebody eventually they'll interact with it you're amongst the stars i don't know probably not all right so episode titles and descriptions leaked out for 130 and 131 we had the titles for a little bit but we haven't had Uh, the actual episode descriptions to go along with. So, as translated by the man himself, no episode March 11th, that's today. We're doing this instead. Dragon Ball Super, episode 130, an unprecedented super showdown. The ultimate survival battle, March 18th. A minute and a half, all right? Mm, A minute and a half remain in the Tournament of Power. Son Goku has had the upper hand battling Jiren. Jiren then concentrates and finally gets serious. Surrounded by a red aura, yet again he gets serious. Surrounded by a red aura, he dashes fiercely and fires a key blast at Goku at point-blank range. Goku is totally blown away. Totally blown away. From the spectator seats, Krillin and the Turtle Hermit are worried, but... 
DBS, episode 131. A miraculous conclusion. Farewell, Goku, until the day we meet again, March 25th. Son Goku has fallen from the arena. It seems like Universe 7 has lost and everyone will be annihilated. But having broken through his limits, Goku and Jiren stare at the Omni Kings as if the match isn't over yet. And then a death beam hits Jiren's back. A bruised and battered Universe 7 team member is standing there. Freeza, 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 freeza. Got your death beam. Got your death beam. Freeza, 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 freeza. Oh my goodness. So, again, as predicted by Dragon Ball Super Dope, Frieza's going to hop out the rubble. And he, the last time we see Frieza before Jiren knocks his ass out or knocks his ass, you know, out of anywhere of consequence and into some rubble. Frieza has this thing where he says, I don't fucking care. Fuck it. I'll kill you. I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah, Jiren deserves to die by my hand. I'm not going to get erased. No way. I'm going to erase this fucking... I'm going to kill this piece of shit. Fuck this guy. Mm -hmm. And then he's made very short work of. So, last couple episodes, Frieza hasn't been around. Everyone's been asking... Where's Frieza? Where's Frieza? It's almost too convenient. Motherfucker, we all knew this was going to happen. I've been saying it for a while. We knew this was going to happen. He's going to pull a sorbet. Right? Pew. He's going to jump out just like sorbet does during the fucking Fakatsu no F movie arc, whatever. And he's going to shoot a laser beam through a the back of Jiren. It's kind of concerning to me that Jiren forgets that Frieza's there. You'd think he'd know, right? Mm. And they don't really tell you what happens after Jiren gets hit by the death beam. He could die. Or not. He could just shrug it off and be like... Yeah, or he could be like, fuck you, Frieza. Could, and then just kill. bounce off him. So it could go <laughs> one of two ways, right? It could go one of two ways. Either Frieza hits him with a death beam. Death beam. Either mm. Frieza hits him with a death beam and Jiren dies... Frieza gets erased. Jiren's dead. They're both out. Tournament ends in a draw. Could be like that. Everybody gets raised at the end. Or it could go the other way. Jiren gets hit, and Jiren's like, bitch, what'd you do? And then he's just like, bah, and kills a super battered Frieza. Because he's, you know, just on the cusp of fucking death anyway. He's been hanging out on the goddamn rocks. Hmm. It could go either way. One of those two are probably going to die. If Frieza dies, he's permanently erased by Zeno. If Jiren dies... Frieza's still erased. You're right. I fucked that up. Let me try again. If Jiren dies, Frieza's going to be permanently erased for cheating and breaking the rules of the tournament. If Jiren turns around and blasts Frieza, he too would be... Although... Within the spoilers themselves, they say, like, Goku falls. They look at the Omni Kings, the Zeno, they look at Zeno, and they're like, you know, it looks like the fight's going to continue. I guess my question at this point is, when we reach episode 131, is there going to be time to resolve shit? Or is it just going to be like, nope, we're going to leave your ass for an undisclosed amount of time with this cliffhanger. Bye. Mm -hmm. They're going to walking dead us. I've said that a few times in the last couple months, too. Imagine if this whole thing ends up on a cliffhanger. We're going to wait till the movie in January. How fucking... It's December, but how fucking pissed would we be? 
What if that me- movie has nothing to do with it? We're still going to be like... Which the rumor is that's not going to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Now, there is an anime convention going on. I fucking forget where, but there's supposed to be some relevant news announced on the new Dragon Ball movie that's coming out in December. Really? Just before this last episode ends. I believe the dates of the convention are like the 23rd to the 25th or something like that. Talking about Anime Boston? Uh, no, nothing, no. It, 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 something overseas. Um, there's going to be some people who actually work on the series. I should I should have gotten this information, but I just totally forgot about it until now. They're going to be releasing more ep- information on the movie that's coming out in December in the last week of March, leading up to this episode. So we're going to be watching this episode with a little bit more of an idea of what the movie is going to look like. It, now, again, they've hinted it's going to be about the history of the Saiyans, why they're such a powerful warrior race. It's going to be something to that effect. Now, what would be cool and sort of outside the box for them to do is make a whole movie that's in the Dragon Ball you know, world, in the canon, but it's got nothing to do with Goku, Vegeta, and the gang. Nothing at all. It takes place... Entirely in the past. And Knights we get a, of the Old Republic type shit. Yes. Goddamn right. Yes. Good analogy. Same kind of idea. But we see the history of the first Super Saiyan God, Yamoshi. And we understand a little bit more. Maybe. I hope not. But ugh, maybe about the S-cells. And Toriyama's whole explanation that he came out with earlier this year about when a Saiyan's got more S-cells and he trains hard and he's got a good heart. He's going to be Super Saiyan all day, son. So basically the Saiyan version of midichlorians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking stupid. Talk about something that w- was totally not needed. It's getting weird. Midichlorians wasn't needed either. We were totally fine with just being like, yeah, man, the force, it's all around us. Sensitive. You know, lives not within us. Nope, we got to actually quantify how much force lives within us. Fucking Bush League. I digress. I don't care. <laughs> what were we talking about? What the oh. movie is going to be about, and do we get a preview? So are we going to get a preview of this movie? We'll have something. We'll have more information about it. Not a preview, but a yeah. little bit more information. A t- a t- going yeah. into 131. And I feel like the timing of that is not by fucking mistake. They're going to give us a little bit more, and they're going to be like, all right, let the fans know now. They've got something cool to look forward to in December. There's something left to live for. And then... 131 comes out, you know, 24, 48 hours later. And it's like, you're going to leave us hanging until. So it'll probably be cool and that it'll give us confirmation that a new series is going to happen. And again, we'll talk about that interview that we're going to break down from the, the two directors who worked on Super. But one of the last things that they translated is the way Toriyama ends the series it definitely seems like he's trying to set up future stories, future arcs. Well, they have to. Of course they have to. Why the fuck bother going through the Tournament of Power if you weren't going to try to set up more arcs, more stories? Maybe Super will end in a way where it's very obvious that we're going to have either it come back or a new series next year, but it could end in that cliffhanger fashion. And then it's like, haha, bitch, but you got the movie to look forward to now. We just told you about it yesterday. Aren't you so happy? Sucks. Dulls the pain. It's not going to dull my pain. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to burn somebody's house down. I'm going to run naked through the streets. Naked. Going to be pissed. Pissed off. I'm going to pee on things. 
This is just getting weirder and weirder. I'm just trying to help you understand how upset I am at the prospect that 131 really might end on a cliffhanger. I said it as like a throwaway comment a couple of weeks ago. It It's shaping up to be that way. 131 is going to open up and the fucking battle between Goku and Jiren is not going to be resolved yet. And then Frieza's back in in 131. We've got so much shit to work through in 131. Yeah. There's almost no possible way that they can get through tournaments over. You win after we go through all of this crazy and muddling of Dragon rules. Balls. Grab the Dragon Balls. Bring forward the dragon. Make this crazy wish. Have the series wrap. There's no way. I, I, I think it's pretty likely it ends on a cliffhanger. I hope not. It would be shitty if they did that. It'd be fucking, it'd be kind of, it, it, it'd keep up with the whole lazy thing that they've been doing. Like, ah, oh, we didn't figure out how to end this yet. So uh, we'll see you in a year. <laughs> like with that fucking surprise, anybody given how lazy they've been the last few the weeks. The screen just turns off. Bye. It just fades to black. Huh. See you in 12 months. Like, would it surprise you if they ended it like that? And they no. took a year to try to figure out how to write it and relaunch a series based off of, all of the hot pile of horse shit we've seen over the last five to ten episodes. If anything, I'll be more surprised if there is a wrapped ending than not. Do you think they would do that, though? Yes. They're, they're, they have to be anticipating some sort of backlash from fans. I think that's why. I think the anticipation of that backlash coincides with the time that they're going to release the information on the new movie. They're going to leak information on the new movie and be like, listen, guys. New episode comes out Saturday night. Okay, this is 24 hours before at this anime thing. Here's the new mo here's the new news on the movie. It makes no sense to release the new news of the movie. The new news. I gotta stop saying that. It makes no sense to release updated uh, content about the movie, updated descriptions of the movie, the same week that the series is wrapping up. At that point, you you're battling it out for like what's going to be the most relevantly discussed thing on the internet either the end of super or the speculation for the new movie you do not do those things by common fucking sense on the same week unless you're trying to have one cover up for the other mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why the fuck would you do it otherwise you're already going to dominate the fucking the the anime news cycle for the next one two three weeks after super ends but you're going to release new information about a fucking new movie to just kind of what? Like dull the pain of what we're about to have to witness in terms of bullshit? Right, but if the speculation is that the movie is going to be about the Saiyans, how would that have anything to do with what's going on at this tournament? Nothing. That's the thing. And because it's an outside-the-box kind of thing or an approach for a Dragon Ball movie, think about it. It'd be like the equivalent of Episode seven's coming out for Star Wars, mm -hmm. but you announce the weekend that it's coming out, right? Episode seven, Force Awakens is about to drop. And then the day before it opens, you're like, hey, by the way, guys, just announced we're going to make a fucking Rogue One movie. We need to go give you something else to enjoy in terms of Dragon Ball outside of the canon that you guys have, you know, lived in for the last 30 years of fans as fans. We need to get you excited about something else so that way you don't like or that way it resent us. That way you won't be upset with what's about to happen. I don't think you can avoid that though. I don't think you can avoid resentment if you leave people on a cliffhanger say, "Oh, it's, you know, it's okay. You're not going to find out what's happening. I'll Here's a movie not about what's going on in the tournament." But I think the way they end the tournament 
could be confirmation of the fact that a new series is going to happen in a year. So I while we won't so. get a complete resolution, we'll be like, well, that's kind of horseshit. How dare you end Super that way? Okay, cool. We'll get another series. We kind of figured we were anyway. Yeah. And then, oh, now we've got this fucking movie coming up with Saiyan characters that we've never met, we know nothing about, it takes place in the history of Dragon Ball, Planet Vegeta kind of level shit, whatever it is. Or maybe it ends up being a Planet Sadala movie. That'd probably be the the easier play for them is to be like Goku and Vegeta go visit Planet Sadala. Yeah, and... fresh new characters to expand. They yeah, learn about their heritage. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and they learn about the heritage that way. That could also make sense. Maybe Yamoshi, the original Super Saiyan God, isn't from Universe 7 at all. Maybe it's from Universe 6. And it would make sense for that movie to take place in Universe 6. Whatever they end up doing, I don't think it's a good sign that they're going to release new movie information a day before the episode. Like, what the fuck is the point? What's it's, the point? It's definitely a, a potential taft. It's a preemptive kind tactic of thing. to soften the blow. Yeah. Hey guys, don't hate us, but uh, yeah, I guess you know, stay tuned for more information on that shit. But one one thirty sounds like it's going to be more Jiren and Goku fucking poorly beating the shit out of each other. With just still images of them and lots of fists flying buck wild. It's so fast we can't see it. Right. We don't have to animate it. It's so fast. Yeah. We just got to fucking get a still image of them facing at each, like, look at each other in the face and just lots of fists, like, sprinkled in there. <laughs> Not the lines, just. Spaghetti, no punchy on whirlwinds. <laughs> no punchy. <laughs> yeah. I think they played that scene five or six times. Oh, that, that, the wasn't, the, that wasn't the scene. So, like, no. the scene they reused a ton last week, though. It's like a, a straight up shot of Jiren, like a There's close like a in. First and person you see view. Him, yeah, like with, he's with just like blocking shit from Goku, and then similar shot from Goku, and it's cool. Like that's actually new animation for last week's episode, yeah, and cool. they reuse it four fucking different right. times. Tell me again, one twenty nine is not lazy. <laughs> you stupid internet fucking. One twenty nine was awesome. He just fucked shit up at the end. Listen, I'm not going to fucking deny you that. Yeah, the last 30 seconds were cool. Right. But if you're going to tell me that the last 30 seconds and everything leading up to it was cool in terms of a full episode, you're fucking lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Tell me again 129 was a good episode. It wasn't. It was cool at the end. And this, folks, is the full Kyle. Fuck yeah. off, Internet. It's my goddamn point. Super Kyle. Yay. Kyle. <laughs> Mark this day down. Kyle is more angry at something else than me. Fuck you, <laughs> I think they released Szechuan sauce too, right? Szechuan. I don't know. I forgot what it's called. A few, a few of my friends on the internet grabbed it. They they said it wasn't very impressive. <laughs> it's teriyaki sauce, isn't it? I don't know. I've never tried it. No idea. Yeah. If you tried it, fam, Dragon Ball Super Dope fam, let us know in the comments. Yeah. We don't have any comments. <laughs> Just send us a postcard. Well, we can have comments on our Facebook. Do we? We can, right? <clears throat> I don't know dick about nothing. Where are the comments usually hey, come you, from? You know what else comments? YouTube. What um, about your tweeter? What's a tweeter? I'll leave a comment, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So... We've talked about the 131 piece and uh, how I'm pretty concerned that we're about to enter a big pile of shit. Hmm. <laughs> well, there's only a couple ways they can end it. They can wish everybody back. They can not wish everybody back. 
Or they could wish everybody back to the same universe or something. Universe 7. Yep. Dragon Ball Super Dope. It's going to be so over-fucking-populated. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that because I made that comment the other day. I'm like, oh, Universe 7's got so many open planets. And then I'm like, but does it have seven universes worth of people? That many planets unoccupied? That's a lot, That's a lot right? They expand the universe and put it all into one. It would have to be like a delicately balanced math equation to be yeah. able to say that. Maybe it is. I'm not going to put it past them that that's going to happen. Matthew! Let me pull up this information real quick because I want to make sure I got the director's names right. Me and Brandon are doing a Dragon Ball Super Dope-esque. <laughs> no, it's not. We're doing a Godzilla podcast. Godzilla calling... Super Dope. Pojira Super Dope. No, it's just... It's just... Pojira! Super Dope. <laughs> we watched the first Godzilla movie from 1954. And... Brandon is a Godzilla doctor. Like, you're Dr. Godzilla. Brandon Doc knows more about Godzilla than I know about myself. Godzilla. Why is he? Why are you sorry? I'm fine with it. I spent a lot of to time alone as a youth. The Dragon Ball official site has an interview with Dragon Ball Super Series director Ryoto Nakamura and producer Satoru Takami. And it is all things universal survival arc related. And what they basically do is outline what Toriyama came to Toei Animation with and say, hey, this is my idea for the arc. And then kind of outlines more of the additional details that Toriyama didn't come up with and that Toei came up with, the anime staff came up with. And I thought it was interesting because again, this list, these comments, this translation of this interview, it's not the direct interview. It's just the main takeaways from it. But it signals to me something that it's kind of depressing, but it's kind of also liberating. It's time to take away the keys from Akira Toriyama. Homie's too old to drive the car. He's 62 years old. He's going to come down here and smack you. That's fine. Yo, imagine. Imagine if Akira Toriyama showed up here one day, just knocking on the door, and he's like, what's up, clown? Heard you don't like me that much? You're a dick. And then he punches me out. Punch in the face. Kaioken times 20 style in my dick. <laughs> so I think it's time. Akira Toriyama is 62. He has gone on record very recently with another interview where he like commented on how he didn't understand the popularity of Dragon Ball as a series. And then he follows that comment up with, I recently just reread through Dragon Ball Z. And outside of the Frieza arc, which did a good job with like, you know, building suspense, and that was a very suspenseful arc, I couldn't understand why my comic was so popular. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball as a whole, may maybe not Dragon Ball as a whole. The first Dragon Ball series is more in line with Toriyama's work prior to Dragon Ball. It's just like Dr. Slump, but it's more martial arts face. Uh, it's more martial arts focused. Dragon Ball Z, it's a straight up martial arts fucking anime manga with the science fiction component. And he wrote it because it was popular. And he doesn't, I don't think it resonates with him as much as it resonates with us. But like, that kind of makes sense. Like, you think he's going to be a fucking fanboy over his own shit? My point is, he doesn't hold this shit in as high esteem as some of some of us might. 
from like a nerd fucking perspective, from a, I want you to write quality shit perspective. He's just like, oh yeah, you guys want me to keep making Dragon Ball? Okay, here's another crazy idea. And a lot of what these comments translate out to be make me a little worried. Let's jump in. Toriyama's initial proposal outlined the idea of 80 people fighting in a jumble and included several character design images plus the designs for the tournament arena. Toriyama first drew the designs for Jiren, Tapo, and Dispo. Okay. Toriyama's original draft lacked any indication of Jiren's personality, so the anime staff planned on making him a talkative character. However, when they suggested this to Toriyama, he replied that Jiren is a character who doesn't speak. It was at this point that Toriyama sent them the backstory that Jiren's parents and martial arts masters were killed. Batman. He's like, yo, I made Japanese Superman. I'm going to make Japanese Batman now. As a result, Tapo inherited the anime staff's original plans for Jiren's personality, which is why he talks a lot about justice all the time. That's the one thing where I'm like, good call, Toriyama. Make Tapo that campy character. Let Jiren be a little bit more serious. Anime staff, you almost just took the main villain of this arc and made him a fucking punchline. So that's the one thing where I'm like, good call, Toriyama. Glad you put your foot down. Tapo being a candidate for God of Destruction was included in Toriyama's draft. Cool. Staff wondered how to handle Dispo's character, and his cocky personality was only decided upon once Bin Shimada was cast into the role. I believe, and I'd have to double check, but I believe Bin Shimada is actually the voice actor who did Broly's voice in the movies. Um, I guess he is notoriously a cocky son of a bitch, despite the fact that his main lines in the movies are... Kakarato! The rest of the Pride Troopers were thought up by the anime staff. All right, cool. Rubrian's fat transformed form was designed by Toriyama, while the idea of having a cute girl transform into this fat character was added by the anime staff. Extra, extra, read all about it. Akira Toriyama thought fat-ass Rubian was a good fucking idea. Hmm. That's where I'm like red flag, dude. And Japanese Bugs Bunny and fucking uh, the Lorax. I don't even mind those two as much. <laughs> I don't. For him to yeah. be like, this is going to be the transformation of whatever this Ribrian character is. This is what she's going to be about. This is the design. She's going to be literally the most intolerable fucking character potentially in Dragon Ball history. She was pretty bad. That was Akira Toriyama's idea. That the was one like, thing. That was just dripping in Sailor Moon. The one mm. thing that I thought was redeeming about her character was the fact that she was a pretty little blonde girl. And when she transforms to get more powerful, she fucking transforms into like a gray whale-sized hoe and just fucks things up <laughs> like what the hell that was funny i'm like all right pretty girl now she's a fat girl cool that was the anime See, that was style. like your kevin moment right there cool cool boobs neither cauliflower nor kale were in toriyama's original draft during a conference meeting the subject of broly's popularity came up and so the anime staff created kale they made her a girl so that she wouldn't be exactly the same as Broly. Once they showed Kale to Toriyama, he created Cauliflot to go along with her. I'll give it a I'll give it a point to uh, Toriyama. I'll give that point to Toriyama. Cause Kale, she's fucking annoying. 
Cauliflower, she's actually, I kind of like her. She's a little arrogant, but she's like girl Goku, but, you know, a step further in terms of arrogance. I like Kefla. That fusion was cool. But for him to be like, oh, I got to put in a female version of Broly. How do I make that more tolerable? Cauliflower, okay. I guess I'll give that point to Toriyama. Toriyama's original draft included a document describing what happens to the Universe 7 Warriors in the tournament from beginning to end. This included who Piccolo, for instance, loses to, and who survives to the end. The document included all of the main points, such as the battle between Universe 7 and Universe 11. Toriyama decided on all 10 members of the Universe team, including the surprise of Boo being replaced with Frieza. Mm-hmm. So, Brandon. Yeah. Looks like you've got to take some fucking issue with Toriyama here. Annoying. Like, I would have even maybe been happier in hindsight if they like just like found some random new character from Universe Seven. Be like, you know. Nah, based on the super pacing, I don't think they had that. I mean, they kind of hint at it for a second when it's like, hey, by the way, there's this reincarnation of Majin Buu out in this village. Just like, why do they have to use Frieza? Just. I'm convinced now. Maybe Toriyama knew about it wrapping after the Tournament of Power arc back then. And he was like, I need Frieza to uh, help me carry out the master plan at the end of this arc. Maybe it's something like that. He said he only liked the Frieza arc, right? It's a good point, too. When he did rewatch it over the last couple of years, he said that the Frieza arc. But why rehash Frieza so soon after? You know, like you just brought. Yeah, him they back just for, did it with Resurrection F. Yeah. And maybe, maybe to cash in on it. I don't well, know. Well, Maybe it's more because, like, you know, that Frieza is already powerful enough to be on, uh, you know, some level with some of the main characters because he was just doing it, you know, less than 100 episodes ago. Uh. As the flow of the story was decided upon, Toriyama came up with the idea of Ultra Instinct, included its name and design as a power-up for Goku that was completely different from Super Saiyan. And it was until you motherfuckers made it silver-haired. So, Mm. way to fucking cop out on the original idea there. Frieza donating his energy to Goku was not part of Toriyama's original draft. Neither was 18 and Ribrian's fight over their differing ideas of love. (laughs) That's concerning to me. Frieza getting energy or Frieza giving energy to Goku. That was a cool little cliffhanger of an episode. And at the same time, it also furthers the character development of Frieza to be able to say, huh, maybe he does want to survive. Maybe he is in this with us. Like maybe Frieza stands a chance at being redeemed. And then the only fucking way the Ribrian arc was tolerable to me was how it wrapped with 18 punching a goddamn hole through her fat fucking head. It was, yeah, was so cool. God, what a payoff that was. Awesome. That I was, still dude. picture it run up her arm. But like the whole internal struggle of like, this is my interpretation of love. And 18's like, fuck you. That's my husband. I love him. I have a baby. I love her too. Fuck you. Punch it through the head. That was a good payoff. And the fact that Toriyama thought it was good to bring in Ribrian and then didn't have a cool wrap-up like that plan. The anime staff had to bring it in. Give up the keys, Grandpa. You had two beers. Takami personally thinks, Takami, again, one of the producers that they're interviewing, uh, personally thinks that Toriyama might be trying to set up further stories with the ending of the universe survival arc. He personally thinks that. Interesting choice of words. But no shit. 
Uh, keep watching until the very end on the last episode. Apparently, there will be something special. Special. So, what are they going to do? It's going to be a cliffhanger. It's going to be something none of us are seeing coming. Trunks it. Trunks it. What do you think? I mean, Trunks comes in and fucking saves the day. Trunks just appears and he he's fucking like, slices up the Zenos. Kill. Maybe the Ginyu Force will come back. Yes. Get it. I'd be pleased with that. Toku Sentai. Toku Sentai. Toku Sentai. Toku Sentai. Well, we'll see where it goes. I mean, it could go cliffhanger. It could go, hey, here's a strange right turn that you didn't see coming. Look out for a surprise at the end. How nondescript. Well, we got two weeks to find out. I'm excited, but I'm kind of also like nervous we might be going into dangerous dragon ball fan territory the next few months guys salty, salty. Salty. I, I, i'm sure no matter what happens no matter what it could be the greatest outcome ever there's going to be p- people pissed about it uh, yeah as always but i'm already pissed I'm... I'm pissed just thinking about how pissed i might be and the fact that i had to get this pissed thinking about how pissed i could be pisses me off piss <laughs> well 131's in two weeks from today, so we've been hitting at hitting. We've been talking about uh, the idea of what we're gonna do as a show, and uh, we got well, we're, Hong Kong is that where the tripod came from? We got a tripod. Yeah, Chinese tripod. Chinese. That's what the ladies. Tripod. That's what I, the ladies call me. No, they don't. <laughs> Nobody's ever called you that before. Check, please. Uh, Because of my heritage. (laughs) I think we're going to do a Facebook live stream. So if you guys want to go like the Facebook page, if you haven't already, then we're going to record that Saturday night and watch once the first subs come up. We'll have a live stream going of us here in the room. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Brandon will be here because he's old. And Mm -hmm. he's, excuse me, you're not old. You have work on Sunday morning. Right? Yes. Yes. I will probably be here for part of it, at least. I don't know. A lot happens in two weeks. Ugh, I'm going to be wrecked for our episode next week. Oh my God. <laughs> next week might just be me and you. I forgot it's St. Patrick's Day on Saturday. Oh, boy. I'm away. I'm playing four to eight. Oh, boy. Drunku. Drunku, drunku. Where are you playing at the Beans? No, I'm playing at Doyle's. Oh. Yeah. Four to eight. Well, if you live nearby, make sure you go see Kyle. Yeah, if you live in Fall River, I'll be at Mickey Doyle's on Saturday afternoon, St. Patrick's Day. You can't go if you're from New Bedford? Um, If you're near Fall River? I mean, Fall River is near New Bedford. Swansea? Swansea! Uh, Yeah, I'll be at Doyle's on the 17th between 4 and 8, and then me and Mike will probably do that episode that night. A week after that, for the 131 party. Brandon's flicking his key. He's got to go. For the 131 party, uh, we'll have the live stream going. So if you haven't gone, go like our Facebook page. Please. Please. Dragon Ball Super Dope. Follow us on Twitter, DB Super Dope 1. Follow us on Tinder. You can't follow people on Twitter. Tinder. 
You can't follow people on Tinder. You can't Tinder people on Twitter? Can't Tinder, Twitter, Twitter, tweet, twat, twat. Napster? <laughs> LimeWire? Ooh. Kazaa? Uh, searches on Metacrawler? FrostWire? I don't know what you just said. Really? What, what did you say? Metacrawler? What the fuck is that? Metacooler? Me- Big Getty Star? <laughs> Metacrawler was like an like an early search engine. Yeah, dude, he was Frieza's brother. Yeah, <laughs> and then he takes over the Big Getty Star. It becomes Google. <laughs> Where's that Getty Star? Is it ready to hit me up? <laughs> Make sure you go check out the Facebook page. Uh, turn on the notification so that way you'll get the notification that we're going live and all that shit. And uh, we're all in this together, motherfuckers. Get ready. Shit's about to get weird. Pew. These awkward <laughs> silences are getting weird. You're fucking weird. <laughs> Cyborg Brandon. <laughs> yeah, why are you wearing that? Because I can hear with it. <laughs> nice. You look like a future person. <laughs> from the future. No, did you look like fucking Jordy from Next Generation? So yes, a future person from the future. <laughs> Except I'm slightly more Caucasian. <laughs> Slightly. Yeah, I didn't mean the color of your skin, bro. I meant the thing in front of your eyes. Except I could still <laughs> see your eyes, so it's even creepier. <laughs> Anything else we got to cover today? Or? I think that's it. Oh, they're supposed to Did stream uh... 131 in Mexico. <laughs> Sorry. What? What do you yeah, mean? I, I just checked it out in the, on the Reddits. Several Mexican cities to stream Super's final episode live in public squares. Wow. What? Wow. In Juarez. Starting with Sadat Juarez, where Mayor Cabada has confirmed they'll be hosting a live streaming event at the Plaza de la Mexicadad. Several cities in a few states have now joined in the idea and are now confirming to be hosting their own viewing parties in major public squares. Jeez, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? Right, Dragon all... Ball's so goddamn big in Latin America, they're going to be fucking broadcasting the final episode in the fucking the public squares of the towns and the cities. It's bigger than the Pope. For real. It's bigger than, like, everything. <laughs> Do not let the cultural impact slash significance of this series be lost on you, audience. Dude, there's going to be a fucking riot if it ends shittily. Oh, my God. Imagine. <laughs> wow. People, wow. All through, people all throughout Latin America. It'll pe- be. Yo, Brazil. People stream our shit in Brazil all the time. It'll be crazier than the season Brazil's the second biggest ball. country outside of America where our shit gets downloaded, which is weird. Cause Thank you. Thanks, Brazil. We love you, Brazil. Yeah. Love your jujitsu. But listen, Brazil. You play soccer really good. You play. You do everything really well, except the Portuguese that you speak is so fast. Oh yeah, I can't and follow. And super proper. Super dope. Super more probably more proper than the Azorian <clears throat> fucking bullshit dialect I speak. I can't fucking do that. But Brazil, other parts of Latin America. If you guys go and watch this shit in person in the square of your local city, town, wherever. And it ends shittily on a cliffhanger. Don't burn your city down. Dia de oh, los shit, Muertos. Oh, no, shit, maybe do burn. Well, don't. No. I mean, it'd be bad. <laughs> Can you not get the NSA to destroy us, You did us, not please? hear that on yeah. Dragon Ball edit, Super cut. <laughs> Let me make a bad noise so you have to edit. I just feel like... Disclaimer. If, I feel like if 
the news comes out that people lost their shit and light their shitty on like their shitty like their city on fire over the end of Dragon Ball Super. It totally validates the work that we're doing here on Super Dope. <laughs> like, Small price to pay, right? Oh Fucking God. right. Ten cities. <laughs> when Kyle Andre launches a revolution in Latin America, it's not me, homies. It's you. Dragon Ball. I'm just along for the ride, and I've got reason to want to do a show about Dragon Ball. I tell people in real life, and they're like, "You do a what about what now?" And I'm like, "Fuck you! That shit's big in everywhere else but America. Right? Even Get your in heads America, it's pretty big, but like." It's so fucking huge throughout the world. Everybody's too busy jerking off to... I mean, I still find time to jerk off. (laughs) I make time to watch Dragon Ball too. Hmm. Well, I'll be wrecked for next week's episode, so you've been warned. Super dope! It's going to be ugly. Like, I'm going to be car bomb drunk. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. When I'm car bomb drunk, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty apt to fall asleep. Car so. bomb? Car bomb? Fuck you, Brandon. Car bomb. Car bomb. Car bomb, dude. Getting some car bombs. Jago <laughs> bombs. But yeah. Irish version. Car yeah. bombs. Car bombs. Car bombs. Car bombs. Car bombs. Sheesh. Kaba. Kaba. Kaba bombs. Kaba bombs. There you go. Invent a new drink for the last episode. Kaba bomb. There you go. That's not bad. Yeah. You set it on fire or something. Probably light myself on fire. It's just an empty glass because it's gone. We got two episodes left, everybody. Make sure you tune in for the live stream on 131. We're going to be taking your comments, your questions, all through the Facebook chat there. You'll be able to see the stupid shit we do in the room and then mm. hear it versus the edited version that would come out the next day. You'd see how much shit that I save you from having to listen to because we yell and don't make a lot of sense sometimes. I'll have to wear pants next time. Yeah, you're going to have to wear pants. I'm tired of this no pants fucking business. Has <laughs> that happened before? Only a few times, but like enough times for me to be kind of annoyed by it. I got a body for radio. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs>